there's like one paragraph probably in all of our textbooks. Like you ask us about our history, we we know it. As Asians, we know it because our parents teach it to us, right? Or like they always tell you, like my parents always tell me, you know, Philippines was like conquered by Spanish people for like hundreds of years, and I was like. Yeah, that I know, cause you tell me all the time. But we don't know any of this stuff unless, like, our parents tell us. Here we have Nicole, who's currently in New York, and she's going to talk about her story. So let's start with this first question.、Um, tell me about yourself. Where did you grow up? What was your childhood like? Or what do you do now?、Uh, so I'm Nicole. I'm Born and raised in Brooklyn, New York.、Uh, still living here. Haven't really lived anywhere else.、Um, my childhood is pretty,、uh, I would guess, traditional.、Uh, I have my two parents,、uh, mom, my dad, and then I have a brother and me.、Um, what do I do now? I am kind of. In finance, I would guess I help people settle their debt. So it's kind of finance, kind of not. Right in New York City, right? Yeah. Wow. Because、well, of COVID, working from home. Do you like it so far? Like working from home, doing your own thing. I love it actually, because、uh, before I wouldn't get to see like my family a lot. I would leave early. I would usually like skip dinner and get home and not see them, or they would be working. And but now I get to see them a lot, so that helps. Yeah. Speaking of your family, where's your family from, and are they still around? Or like, are they near you in New York, or are they at different areas? Yeah. So、um, my parents are from the Philippines. I'm a first generation Filipino American. Uh, my parents are both,、uh, I guess, yeah, they're both from the Philippines. My mom kind of like farmland, but mountains area, and then my dad is like from the legit farm. They're actually over there right now.、Uh, they retired and they spend half of the year over there and half of the year over here. Oh, that's nice. Actually, my my grandparents would do the same thing, being half. Half the year here, then half the year in Cambodia. Oh,、um, that's cool. So yeah, it's、so、like a really common thing that、uh, people who are close to their country still do. Have you? Do you go to the Philippines often then? Yeah, from when I was little, my parents really made it a point to like bring me and my brother there, like every year, every two years,、uh, depending on like if we could afford it or not during the summer times. Because、uh, most of my family still lives over there, the only family I have over here is like in California, which is like、uh, my aunt, one of my aunts, and my cousin Celine. That you know.、Mm. So I actually never asked this to Celine, but I'm guessing it would be a yes. But for you, do you speak Tagalog?、Uh, I. Wouldn't say that I speak it. I definitely understand it a lot. I mean, I could talk so that I won't get kidnapped or anything if I go to that country. 
But every time I try to talk, they like call me out for my American accent. So I kind of get shy speaking it. I think that's something that is really common between Asian Americans.、Um, feeling ashamed, not really, I would say ashamed, but embarrassed to speak the family language because you might be judged by your own family. Yeah. Yes. That's, it, I feel like it's definitely a thing. And then, like, they push you to talk more, but it's like you make fun of me every time I say something wrong or, like, pronounce something wrong. Well, I guess not my family here because they're happy that I try. But when I'm in the Philippines, I, I just feel so much pressure. And I'm just like, I'll speak to you in English because you understand. And then you can talk to me in Tagalog because you understand, but you can't, like, my cousins can't、um, fully explain. Express what they want to say in English sometimes, so they'll talk back to me in Tagalog, and then so we're both speaking in our language back and forth. So, did your family in the Philippines do they see you as like the American one? Like, you're too American, you're not Filipino? Um, it depends. They definitely still see that I'm like. Filipino, because、um, my parents try to keep like a lot of the traditions with us.、Uh, my brother actually went to school over there、um, for like two years.、Uh, he like passed away over there last year, and I was over there for like four months. After he passed, and everyone was telling me, like, oh, yeah, he's American, but he tried to speak like Tagalog a lot. He like broke out of his shell. Like, his, he was known as like Amboy. And he started, like, they know that he's American, but they said, like, you know, they're, they're really Filipino at heart. But they don't say we're too American. Like, we didn't forget our roots.、Mm. Well, that's good to hear. But I'm sorry about your brother, though. That's unfortunate.、Eh, it's okay. So, when it comes to your childhood, you went to school.、Um, well, actually, where did you go to school? Like、uh, elementary school and high school? Yeah, so I went、um, elementary all the way up to high school. From pre K to 12th grade, I was in Catholic school in Brooklyn.、Um, I would say the school is predominantly like black,、um, a few white kids, and then Filipino kids.、Um, my, my mom is a nurse, and when she came here like years ago, a bunch of other nurses came with her. And they all worked in the same hospital and they all like put their children in the same Catholic school. So, all the, the Asian kids who were in my from preschool to like sixth grade or eighth grade, they're all like my family friends. And like there would be like two other, one Chinese person or a Chinese Jamaican kid.、Um, or... Uh, siblings, and they were also in our school. But,、yeah. So it must have been easy for you to make friends, though, like a tight knit community? Yeah, so our parents、um, usually had the same weekends off. 
well our moms did so they would hang out with each other and the kids would hang out with each other so i already had friends going into school uh, i guess making friends wasn't difficult since i already had like uh one like best friend in the same grade as me already going in there Did you have any um, struggles in school because of your identity? Um, I would say in high school I did. Um, in high school too, uh, there weren't really any Asian people in my school. No Asian teachers, uh, Asian students. Again, um, it was like only. A handful of Asians, maybe from freshman year to junior year, there was three other Asians in my school, and they were Filipino. I knew two of them already from elementary school, and after that,、uh, there was one other Asian kid. When they graduated,、uh, there was one other Asian kid, and we didn't really talk.、Um, I felt a little—I don't know how to explain it—like out of place sometimes. And then I, especially I, because I felt out of place, I tried to get out of my bubble and sign up to be a cheerleader. And I didn't know how to dance that well, so I don't know what convinced me to do it, but. I actually got chosen for the team, and at one of the halftime shows, like it was when, like you know, "Teach Me How to Dougie" came out. I felt like so stiff, and I felt so embarrassed to dance it. And I felt like I definitely heard someone say in the group, "Like, oh, look at that Asian girl over there!" And I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh wow! How did you overcome that? Like, if that were me, I would. I, I don't know if I would be able to go to practice anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, like my so that was that was I heard that from people in the crowd, but the people on the team never made me feel like I was like anything less than them. Like we we're all equal. They definitely helped me to become better, like dancing. Um, so I felt way more comfortable with myself after I did that, and I just like decided to ignore them or use it to like better my skill. But I definitely wanted to like roll up into a ball and cry when I came home that day. But yeah,、mm, yeah. And your experience though has helped you in the long run, or has it not? Has it made things harder for you growing up?、Um, I don't think it made things harder. I don't know. Like harder? How? Um, like if you ever had bad memories of high school and that made you hesitant for, um, jobs, for example, or making more friends throughout. College,、um, getting out of your shell, has that been difficult throughout your life? Um, not really. Um, I think I'm a really 
sociable person. And then went, so I went to college in Baruch, in this in、um, Manhattan, in New York, and there were a bunch of Asian kids there that weren't Filipino, so it wasn't something that I was used to. I also saw way more like white people that I was used to, because、um, I didn't have any of that in elementary or high school. But making friends, I feel like in college it was the hardest for me than all my other previous schools. But it wasn't that hard.、Mm. Have you ever been stereotyped? Um. I know it's very it's very、uh, broad. <laughs> What? For work, no. At least, I don't think so. I don't think I've been stereotyped. I could say I'm like really thankful. Like the most, I guess, like racism that I felt is like you know words being said to me, like being called a lingling or ching chong or something like that. That hurt.、Um, I was walking home from school one day in the rain, and some dude came up to me, and he was like, "I'll never forget this." He said, "Oh, so you don't talk to black guys? What is it against your religion or something?" And I was like, "No, I just don't want to talk to anyone. It's raining, and I'm walking home." And the, it, it was just so uncomfortable. Oh man, how recent was that? Um. Probably twenty fifth, twenty ten, two thousand eight, two thousand ten, something like that. And you still remember that? Heck yes, I still remember that. It was so like random. Like I was just literally minding my own business, <laughs> walking home. It's I asked that just because, like, as you know, what's happening today and、um, since COVID. With all the racism against Asians,、um, and it has happened in New York as much as it's happened here in San Francisco, and we saw what happened in Atlanta.、Um, uh, your perspective: Have you seen anything brutal going on in New York City? Yeah, Asians have been. I don't think Asians have ever been attacked this much, like back to back to back.、Uh, Until COVID started, it's just so it just hurts because it's the elders that it's happening to, and then like with Atlanta, it's like the women. Like, why is it our vulnerable communities that are getting hit? And it's obviously because you know I answered my own. The answers in the question itself, it's because they're vulnerable. They're being attacked, but it just hurts every day waking up to new news of something bad happening. And like I never used to、um, like fear for my safety in my neighborhood, or I guess when I'm traveling, like commuting on the trains and stuff. But ever since these things started happening,、uh, one of my friends' boyfriends bought all of us girls、uh, pepper spray, and I've been walking around with it. 
That's that's crazy. I know Celine is thinking the same thing too now when she's walking around, just even in daylight. Um, it's it's difficult how even during the day he had to keep an eye out just to get randomly attacked. Yeah, and like it's weird because like I find myself like when I'm taking the train because a lot of these things happen like in the train or in the train stations. I like try to look for another female who will probably say something or like you know try to defend me or I look for another Asian person or if I see like an elderly Asian person going on the train I try to get on the same cart as them you know just to be safe for them and I know like if something happens to me they'll you know try to protect hopefully they'll try to protect me too but you know some Asians like you know we just like to sit back Mm. I think there's there's some good coming out of it. I guess it's just getting everyone together and on the same page. Um, yeah. I think one positive thing that's happening now is there's a lot of um, like the Stop Asian Hate movement is going on and awareness of Asian American differences. So like I think this year's the year of Asian American Pride and being able to see the struggles that everyone is going through. Yeah. <laughs> but on a lighter note, um, what food or dish best defines you? Ooh. I don't know, man. Probably noodles. Noodles? Yeah. Because like, you can... Yeah, go like, ahead. Specific noodles? I don't know, man. I love them all. Like, ugh. I just... So noodles are my comfort food. It could be like pancit, like stir-fried noodles, or like noodle soup. I feel like it's just like something so simple but has a lot of flavor. Uh I I don't know. I don't know why. What's That's a tough question? Yeah. <laughs> it, it always catches everyone off guard. Um finding the food that best describes you as it being like your favorite food but also a food that reminds you of home and I think why people struggle the most with this is because there's so many options and so many choices and every day it might be something different. Yes, exactly. And I think identity is kind of like that too, where you always have different ways to express yourselves depending on who you're with. And food is a good example of that. Um, my last question for you is, what was your dream as a kid? Was it to become in finance? <laughs> I don't even remember what I wanted to be when I was a kid. Like, I always wanted to be like a spy, like an FBI agent or like, you know, uh, what is that? Spy Kids? That used to be like my favorite when I was a kid. And then someone told me, oh, you're too short to be a spy. I was like, what? 
I'm like five feet tall. And I, I think I took that time. I was like, yeah, I think they're right. I don't know if someone my height could be a spy. Maybe I should have tried harder. But I also don't like, I know you have to be like a lawyer or something. I don't like school that much. <laughs> I think you need military experience as well. I think that was one of the things. Oh, yeah, see, I, I'm not going to the military. It's not for me. Oh, there's that. Well, it, that is, that's all we have for time.、Um, thank you so much for doing this, and see you again.